0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Conclusion. The light she lit in my life is still burning. In a book resonating with Mother Teresa's voice, it seems appropriate to grant her the last word. The following is a story she told that wonderfully expresses the heart of her life and mission. It also invites each one to be his light by partaking in these humble deeds of love and compassion that may seem insignificant, But are in fact nothing less than the means of radiating God's love to each person we meet, thus transforming little by little the darkness of the world into his light. I will never forget the first time I came to Burke and visited the sisters. We went to the outskirts of Burke, there was a big reserve where all the Aborigines were living in those little small shacks made of tin, and old cardboard, and so on. Then I entered one of those little rooms. I call it a house, but it's only one room. And inside the room, everything. So I told the man living there, please allow me to make your bed to wash your clothes, to clean your room. And he kept on saying, I'm all right, I'm all right. And I said to him, but you will be more all right if you allow me to do it. Then at the end, he allowed me. He allowed me in such a way that at the end, he pulled out from his pocket an old envelope and one more envelope, and one more envelope. He started opening one after the other. And right inside, there was a little photograph of his father. And he gave me that to look at. I looked at the photo, and I looked at him, and I said, you You are so like your father. He was so overjoyed that I could see the resemblance of his father on his face. I blessed the picture and I gave it back to him. And again, one envelope, second envelope, third envelope. And the photo went back again in the pocket near his heart. After I cleaned the room, I found in the corner of the room a big lamp full of dirt, and I said, Don't you light this lamp? Such a beautiful lamp. Don't you light it? He replied, For whom? Months and months and months. Nobody has ever come to me. For whom will I light it? So I said, won't you light it if the sisters come to you? And he said, yes. So the sisters started going to him for only about five to ten minutes a day. But they started lighting the lamp. After some time, he got into the habit of lighting. Slowly, 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 the sisters stopped going to him. But they used to go in the morning and see him. Then I forgot completely about that. And then, after two years, he sent word. Tell mother, my friend, the light she lit in my life is still burning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did this man love his father so much? Why did he keep this picture in three or four envelopes right next to his heart? He kept the picture next to his heart because he loved his father. He wanted to be like his father. He was so happy when Mother Teresa recognized that he looked like his father. He wanted to resemble his father. Why? Because in the plan of God, Every single human being is made to share in Jesus Christ's own relationship with the eternal Father. Our hearts are restless until they rest in God the Father. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. And what is that eternal life? It's the eternal life of the Son of God in relationship to his Father. God the Son became the Son of Man so that the sons of men might become the children of God. He exchanges his divine sonship, his divine relationship to his Father. He exchanges that for our humanity. He takes on our humanity to give us his divinity. And his divinity is that of the Son, the Son of God. And because we are made for this relationship with the eternal Father, the source of the whole Trinitarian life, because we are called to know and be known by the Father, God created earthly fathers. He created men who would bring forth new life, men whom we owe our being to in this world, we owe our protection to men who would provide for us, who would care for us, who would teach us. But those earthly fathers are called father only insofar as they reflect the eternal father. For all fatherhood, St. Paul says, is named from the eternal father. And why is this important? Because in this story, this true story from mother's life, we don't really know what this man's father was like. All we're told is that this man was happy to be like him. So probably he was a good dad. Probably he was a great dad. But we're not really sure. And if we have an imperfect father, and if we've been abandoned by our father on earth, it's so that the wound and the longing and the hurt and the desire for a father's love might open us even more, to the eternal Father's love. Because even if we had a perfect earthly father, that was only meant to be a preparation, a training for our relationship with God the Father. We learn what a father is from the fathers that we meet here in this life. But it's only a shadow, a preparation And we can learn positively, but we can also learn negatively. And if we are a father, if we have children, think how much you love your child. Think how much you care for that child. Think what you would not do for that child. And then flip it around and think how much God the Father loves you. And if you have a longing for your earthly father and you feel neglected by him, flip it around and just think what a desire we must have for God the Father. If we have that much desire for an earthly father's love, a finite, imperfect man, how much more must we long for the eternal Father, the perfect Father, who loves us as he loves his Son. And so God raises up saints, saints like Mother Teresa, who help remind us of our dignity, who help remind us that we are children of God, that we are called to be children of God, and that this relationship to the Father will find its perfection in heaven. We are not in heaven yet, but even here, through Jesus Christ, we can discover and we can know that God is our Father. How? By the Holy Spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit came as tongues of fire at Pentecost. The Holy Spirit is the light the fire that Mother Teresa came to light in our souls. It's the fire that comes to us from Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And it's by the gift of the Holy Spirit that we know that we are children of God. It's by the Holy Spirit that we know that we are one with Jesus. It's by the Holy Spirit that we can call Abba, Father. And so let's beg the Holy Spirit tonight to help us by his gift of piety to open our minds to an effective, affective union, an affective response, an affective movement towards the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's not only our creator, he's not only our Lord, he's our Father, the Eternal Father, Is our Father through Jesus and with Jesus and in Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us to know that we are children of the Father. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.